And, you know, my husband would get home at his old job, like the last patient's at 6.30. So sometimes he'll get home at 7, 7.30 and baby sleeps at 7.30. So he never really got to spend time with him. And so I would sit there. I remember whenever he had to go back to work, I cried so hard, not because I didn't get help, but because I knew what he was going back to. And he just wanted to be a dad for so long that I didn't think it was fair that he had to work and not be able to watch his kid grow. Welcome to the Quit Work Podcast, 15-minute conversations with people who have quit their job and gone their own way. I'm Mark, and every week I talk to someone who has taken the bold step of quitting work to start living their true life. The idea is to inspire you to live your true life, whatever that might mean to you. So today I'm talking to Jennifer Cowell, who once worked as a teacher and is now working in her husband's chiropractic and uh, also has her own Etsy business on the side. Jen, welcome to the Quit Work Podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. So I'd love to dig into uh, some of your past work experience. Um, let's start with the teaching. What attracted you to being a teacher? So I've always been very into education because my parents are actually immigrants from Vietnam. Um, so we are the first generation. It depends on how you look at it. But um, a lot of us, we consider ourselves first generation American, Asian Americans. And so my parents put a lot of emphasis on education, you know, stating, you know, um, that that's basically the gateway to having a better life. Um, when my parents got here, they had nothing to my their name. My dad was 20 years old and he was the head of his household. He had a little sister that he had to watch and basically um, raise her on his own with no money. And my mom, same thing. She got here when she was eight. They're both people escaping the Vietnam War and uh, she lost her newborn um, her newborn sister coming here so she unfortunately didn't make it through the journey and they had a really rough life um, I just oh remember yeah it was really hard um, my my dad like I remember he had five there's five kids there's five of us it's a lot yeah. of us and uh, my mom got married when she was 17 and my dad um, you know their first house was a two two bedroom home. Um, my dad would build bunk beds for us. So he had two bunk beds that he built out of plywood and my, um, you know, without the, the railing. So I'd fall off all the time, but you know, <laughs> coming from that, yeah, coming from that and seeing how my dad really penny pinched and, yeah. you know, worked himself like taking all of the overtime that he could and, you know, working so hard and just so that we can have that education in our life. Um, I just, grew in love with education because I felt like that was going to be the way out. And, you know, I can honestly say my, like, I'm really proud of my dad. I know this story is about me, but that's my background. Um, you know, um, basically he paid off his house like in two years now that he lives in a two story house. Um, all of his, um, everything is paid off. He's completely debt free. And that's something that I strive to be, but anywho, so I went into education and my husband and I have been together since I was 20 and he was 19. So it's been like 11 years. And we've always talked about what we wanted in our life. And yeah. I knew that I wasn't going to be in a teacher forever. I gave myself 10 years to do it. Um, didn't make it past five. <laughs> um, you know, teaching is really not what 
people think it is. It's a lot harder and, you know, you don't get paid enough for it. Yeah, well, it really has a reputation of not being well paid. (laughs) Is that true? Is that uh, reputation deserved? A hundred percent. A hundred percent true. Um, You know, I was making... I was not making a lot and we put a lot of time into teaching and, you know, buying stuff for a classroom and stuff like that. Um, obviously I learned a lot of my financial, um, literacy through my parents. So I've always knew how to save and stuff like that. And because my husband and I, we knew that we didn't want to do the nine to five forever. Um, from the start, I've always saved, you know, we saved for our house, we saved for our wedding and all of that. And, I told him, you know, basically that I can't be a teacher and a mom at the same time because I was just giving myself up so much to these kids. And, you know, I love kids. They're my passion. But I was giving so much time to my kids that, like, at the end, at the end of the day, like, all of my – everything is taken away. Like, you know, I don't have any – like, all my buttons have been pushed. So I'm really short. And I didn't want to give my babies my – biological babies the short end of the stick per se so I always told him I was like I can either be a teacher or a mom and I can't be I can't be both it sounds like that uh, it, it was a, a very frustrating profession to be in being a teacher it is I worked at a title one school which is a lower level income school 90 I think like 99 percent of the kids were lower income and I yeah. wanted to work at those type of schools because that's where they need the most love and I grew up in like, you know, I grew up in that uh, environment where um, not, you know, my parents had to work so much. It's that I didn't really have, we basically raised ourselves. <laughs> you yeah. know, my older brother and I, like we took over and basically became second parents to our three younger brothers. Um, even now we call them kids. And honestly, um, like my mom had us, all five of us within eight years. So we're not that far apart in age. But because we were in charge of raising ourselves and stuff, like, you know, we did need that effort, uh, that extra effort and extra help, basically, from good teachers and stuff. And that's what I wanted to be for these students. And so it, as much as I love my job, it just really burnt me out really quickly. And, you know, I knew I couldn't give my all and be a great teacher as well as a great mother. So when it came to that choice, like, my, my husband's like, well, you know, we, we, we do want to start our own family soon and stuff. So, um, I lost my job. Uh, it's another story. That's a, that's a long story, but it was before COVID had happened. And I thank God that it happened every single day because I was pregnant before COVID had happened. And so my whole pregnancy was during the beginning of COVID. Right. So, yeah. So I got to stay at home for my whole pregnancy, um, and stay safe. And then as well as I stayed at home for a year with my, with my child. So you say that you and your husband always knew you wanted to be business owners. What attracts you to entrepreneurship? Right. So my husband and I, we don't, we wanted to be business owners, not because of, you know, trying to get rich or for the money or anything, you know, it's a lot more about the time. I mean, like my husband has always wanted to be a dad. Um, like I said, I've been with him since he was 19 years old at 21. He was already talking about, Oh, everything I do, I'm doing for my kids. Like, you know, I'm doing everything I'm studying right now. It's for my kids. 
And I'm like, dude, what kids? Like, you're 21, you're a kid. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But, you know, he's always said, you know, um, he wanted to dabble in a lot of businesses. And because he is a chiropractor, um, you know, yeah. it only makes sense to open our own chiropractic clinic at first. And then after that, um, you know, um, our next adventure, I want to own my own daycare because kids are my passion at the end of the day. And, you know, and then from there, we're just going to go on out and, and continue expanding our, our, um, I guess our name. Yes. Yes, you're planning a world domination, I think. it's uh, You have uh, big, <laughs> big ideas where you want to go. It's fantastic. There's, uh, there's also an advantage in starting small. And I know that uh, you have started out on Etsy. I think you started selling uh, mugs. Is that right? So I started selling um, onesies and shirts. I started off okay. with mugs. Yes. Originally, yeah. it was with mugs with my cousin. But that didn't work out because I didn't know anything about marketing or um, SOE or anything like that. I didn't do enough research and we didn't give it enough time to actually expand. And so we just cut that loose. And then yeah. uh, when I got pregnant with my child, I was like, I really want to do like something cute for my kid and stuff like that. So I started making onesies for him. And my husband was like, you should just start an Etsy and go ahead and just post it on there and see what happens. So then that's what I did. And I started like really trying to push my Etsy. I think I was like eight months pregnant and still making um, cells. And then I was like on the delivery bed and I've got like cells. So like as soon as I got home, my husband had to help me make this, make it and mail it out and stuff like that. So, you know, that was something that was more like a passion project. And if it got big, that's cool. If not, yeah. I mean, that's something that I, I built on my own. So I'm really proud of it. It's not anything super huge at the moment, but I built that out, out of nothing. Well, it's impressive. I've I've seen your your Etsy store, and there's there's a huge range of um, different designs on there, and it seems yeah. like you've since your days starting out with the mugs, you've you've learned the um, the SEO side of things. It looks really well right. uh, well put together. Right. I also learned within the marketing and everything that the researches that I've done is that you need to target your, before you even create your items or anything that you want to sell, you need to find your targeted um, customers. So my targeted customers for most part is uh, the Vietnamese, um, the Vietnamese um, community because yeah. when I started Etsy, there was no one catering to that. Now that I see more stores catering to that, but I was one of the first to start catering to the Vietnamese community. So I felt like that's why I started getting a lot of sales. But now there's there's more stores that are starting to do more Vietnamese like onesies and shirts and announcements and stuff. So I did slow down a little bit. The reason I slowed down is because I stopped pushing more items and stuff like that. So, you know, I stopped coming out with new customized onesies or whatever to to put on there just because um right now that's not where my focus is so your husband um at one point i believe quit his own job to focus on uh his own practice and you were involved in that as well so so how did that come about and how is it going right so he actually just quit in july we talked about it and we always wanted to leave something more for our kids. Um, like like I said earlier, he's the type that's everything he's done he's or doing right now, it's for our babies. And so I was telling him, like, you know, like, once he's six months old, our um, Zane, our oldest, um, is six months old, I kind of want something of our own and stuff like that. And his boss, like, he was getting paid pretty good, you know, for, um, for what he was doing. He worked with her for five years and you know, as the practice is growing, he was growing with her. But the one thing that she would not give him is more time. 
So um, basically he ran majority of the practice. She only worked about 15 hours or whatever. And so, you know, um, whenever they talk about uh, bonuses or whatever every year, he asked for more vacation time so that he can spend more time at home with his, um, with his family. And he was, and she would say, well, Dr. Cal, if I give you more time, then who's, uh, who's going to watch my kids? Because obviously yeah. she started, <laughs> she started her business so that she can have more time for her kids, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So that was the number one thing. And also, you know, watching our baby grow and stuff like that. Like I said, we wanted to leave something back for him and obviously him working there and helping her business grow is not going to help us, you know, yes. leave anything back for our child. So then um, we started looking into basically buying out another clinic and that didn't work out. Um, that's another story. We lost $25,000 in that. Um, (laughs) yeah, it's, yeah, that's another story. But, um, basically after that, we're like, okay, but we need to start something on our own. So now we have two running clinics, um, one in Pearland and then one in Alvin, Texas. So we work in two different clinics. Um, so on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we're, we're at one clinic and then Tuesday, Thursday, and every other Saturday, we're at the other clinic. And, you know, my husband would get home at his old job, like the last patient's at 6.30. So sometimes he'll get home at 7, 7.30 and baby sleeps at 7.30. So he never really got to spend time with him. And so I would sit there. I remember whenever he had to go back to work, I cried so hard, not because I didn't get help, but because I knew what he was going back to. And he wanted to be a dad for so long that I didn't think it was fair that he had to work and not be able to watch his kid grow. So that's why we started what we did. It's crazy, isn't it, that um, you have to quit your job and uh, set your own work conditions to improve your work life. It's crazy that employers aren't flexible enough to allow you to have both a job and a good home life. Right. I mean, again, it's her business, you know, and she... Yeah. She built it for her benefit. And, you know, as it's scaling, unfortunately, most of it fell under my husband. And that's what you have employees for. And so it's either, you know, you play the game and work your, in his case, 8 to 637. (laughs) Or, (laughs) Or you go out and you try to do something on your own. But we honestly always knew that. Um, We wanted to own our own practice eventually. That was always his dream goal. And, you know, that was just a push. I feel like when Zane came into the world, that was the push that he really needed. Like, yeah, I do want to spend time with my kid. And, you know, now that we we are our own um, employees or employers, um, you know, if we feel the need that we miss him too much, he comes to work with us or like, you know, I can take a day off and be with him and vice versa. We can take the week, the you know, any day off just to spend time with him. So it's it helps. <laughs> yeah, it must have taken a lot of courage to take that step to set up on your own, especially with a young family on the way. Right. Um, It was really scary. I'm not going to lie. But like I said, um, my, you know, it it just goes back to my husband. Like he has always planned his life for our kids. So um, although we're still paying off debt, um, when I married him, he had $109,000 in student loan debt. Um, Before we, when he got out of school, it was $164,000. And I started my account to attack that debt. So we, when we got married in 2018, we had $129,000 in debt and we were accounting, uh, we were attacking it, but we were also saving on the side because we knew one day we were both going to quit our job and 
run a business. So we saved up a quite enough amount of money to be able to stay home for three years. So we do right now we're, we are living on our savings and anything that we're making is going back into the business. Um, we barely just started paying ourselves, um, back but it's not much, you know, it's just uh, a couple hundred here and there because we're not ex- exactly making big bucks. I mean, we've only been out since oct- mid-October and then the second location only started in January, like January 1st is when we opened up the second location. Yeah. So when we started, it was just, we were just working Tuesdays and Thursdays Yeah. up until January. Oh, that's amazing to have enough money to keep yourselves going for three years. That must make a huge difference in terms of being able to uh, breathe while you're doing this. Right. No, of course, it does help a lot, you know, but it's also really stressful, too. I'm not I'm not going to lie and say that, like, we have everything 100% planned out or that we that I'm not stressed about money or I'm not stressed about what we're doing because we do have um, I am pregnant again and. I'm actually six months pregnant. <laughs> and yeah. so my due date is in May. Um, my kids are going to be 19 months apart. And I do need to take that three month um, maternity leave to be with them. So that yeah. is stressing me out. So we do have to start looking into hiring someone pretty soon to take my place while I'm gone. And, you know, obviously that's money that needs to be allotted out for that. And then, you know, having yeah. another baby and all that, that's more diapers, that's more, you know, well, thank God my my son isn't on bottles anymore, but, you know, that's still bottles and, you know, formula and all of that stuff. So it is a lot that we do have to deal with. And, like, um, we put a lot of work into what we're doing now. It's not, you know, it's people don't yeah, see sure. the other side, um, you know, of quitting your job and starting your own business and stuff. But, you know, after three to five years, we're hoping that, you know, this would be so doing so well and that we would maybe have a, a couple of businesses under our belt to where we can just really yeah. just manage and just be able to live the life that most people can't. Oh, that's an amazing story. Well, what would you say, Jen, to other people who want to be entrepreneurs but aren't sure about quitting their jobs? So honestly, um, be very careful. On Obviously, like for us, we really saved a lot of money before we quit because we always knew that this is something that we um, want to do. Like um, we're very cautious people. I know a lot of people that I've talked to actually one of my friends on my um, debt free account, her husband is a chiropractor and they only had $10,000 to their name and they quit their jobs. And she has five kids now and she had little ones at the time and they're doing very well right now. So there mm-hmm. are other ways to do it, obviously. Um, just for us, we just wanted to make sure that our kids and our family was going to be okay. So we all we actually, you know, took that into account and actually really planned it out. Yeah. Well, the best of luck with your existing businesses and uh, your uh, empire that you're building for the future. Listeners, if you'd like to uh, connect with Jen, you can follow her on Instagram at Coffee and Jen, and that's J E N N. Jen, thanks so much for joining me on the Quit Work Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Quit Work Podcast. I love talking to people who have taken the bold step of quitting their job to start living their true life. Join me for a fresh conversation every week. Subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel at quitworkproject.com. 
And if you have any comments on this episode, or if you'd like to tell your own quit work story, I'd love to hear from you. Contact me at quitworkproject.com or on Twitter or Instagram at quitworkproject. I hope you too find your way to quitting work and living your true life.